Hey everyone, welcome to Orange Crushing It, a weekly series dedicated to high drive, passionate and motivated individuals. I'm your host, Frank Clark, President and CEO of The Mr. Orange. This shows a weekly dose of business, life and personal development principles geared toward bringing out the adrenaline junkie and overachiever in each and every one of you. As a seasoned entrepreneur of over five companies producing hundreds of millions in revenue, I'm going to personally be sharing my stories of success and, of course, my life-defining massive screw-ups, <laughs> as well as featuring inspiring guests, business leaders, athletes, thrill-seekers who just truly want to walk their talk and make life happen. Stick around, and let's get crushing. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another episode of Orange Crushing It. My name is Frank Clark, and I have left the United States today for another European guest, a really good friend of mine, Natalie Krizan. I hope I said that right with the right Croatian accent. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, Natalie is from Croatia. She is unbelievably passionate about health. She's all about nutrition, the right mindset, about peace, movement, vitality, how it's all connected, how it's all critical. And you know, the one thing she would love to change is having people have the, the greatest self-confidence about accepting their body, loving their own body, feeling really good. Wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and go, damn, I look good. I look, I feel good. I look good. <laughs> you know, no matter what condition you're in, okay, it takes that mental preparedness to do that. Natalie's a certified coach and personal trainer. She's got 10 certifications. I don't know, 50 certifications. She's certified in a lot of things in the industry. She's a master certificate with body weight, functional coach. She's got over 20 years in Pilates, yoga, HIT, which uh, isn't like striking somebody. It's that high intensity interval training, body weight, functional cardio stuff. She's got 300, over 300 clients worldwide. She works not just on the fit, you know, the form and the, the technique, which she does an extremely good job. Check out her videos on YouTube and they're crazy good. But she really, really taps into the why. Why is it possible? Why, you know, because when you tap into that why and you understand that when you're when your body is in shape, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and you feel all that focus, strength and everything, you can accomplish anything. And Natalie is an accomplished, accomplished trainer and a great friend of mine. Natalie, welcome to Orange Crushing It. How are you today? Hi, Frank. I'm great. Thank you for this amazing introduction. Now I'm obligated to bring big value after I heard you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You always bring great value. So we're training. We're a trainer in the world of 2020. We're a trainer in the world of COVID, right? I mean, I'm used to going to the gym. I'm used to going to a class. I'm used to going. And that's, you know, that's coming back and then taken away and coming back and taken away. How does one become a maintain? in the training industry in 2020? What are some of the things you're seeing, you know, in the light of this COVID virus and how you can, you know, still stay professional and, and get into people's, you know, head, getting not just because you said it's not just the personal, the, the production, right? It's not just doing the exercises. It's the mindset. You know, people are holed up in their houses now. And can you speak to a little bit about what's, what's been your experience this year with the whole industry? It's really like about creating your own, life lifestyle you know recently in last couple of months even actually from march you know i'm in touch with clients more than ever and people really reach out to me they need help but not help in a way that you know i need to know what to eat not just that that shallow shallow thing but you know for people it's more and more important to really feel good 
first of all, you know. So you can feel good with a, like a bit of overweight on your body, but doesn't matter that. It's like we we really live in a time that if we don't feel good, if you're not owning our physical state, our mindset, our energy, like level of energy, we can collapse, you know, because everything started to be so challenging in this time. Even when you wake up in the morning now, last couple of months, you can be bombarded by negativity more than ever, right? And, you know, in last last uh, COVID uh, period, like more and more people started to live healthier, started to uh, maybe lose weight, you know, create a new routine. And it's great to see that, you know, but what about when we don't have such a challenges, you know, what is our life, you know? So for me, the, the answer would be like to really, the key is to create vitality, longevity in English, I think it's worth. Yeah, like you want to really, you want to, if you want to serve the world, if you want to serve your family, your friends, your clients, you as, a, as an amazing coach, Frank, right? You have to feel good, right? You have to wake up in the morning with the energy. So COVID brought a lot of awareness about that, about health, the biggest wealth, right? But in all levels, not just body and looking good, in all levels that because the mindset and the mental health, I think it's more challenging than ever. You know, people are anxious, people are depressive, worried, fearful, and fitness and the movement and what actually I'm doing is actually helping people to approach them to help themselves. I'm not the one who can help you. You have to first help yourself and I will help you then. Sure. So people need more intention, more care, more advices than ever. This is my experience in the last uh, six months. All my life I'm in fitness, I'm in health. Or always uh, it was very important for me to feel good about myself in my body. This is a podcast so people can't really see. But I mean, I hope that we can put a video out here on this. And obviously, there'll be some stuff in the liner notes. But you are. You're a stunning looking woman. You've obviously in great shape, it, like almost to the point of intimidating. I would think that sometimes, you know, you, you get with a trainer, right? And they, and you look at them and they go, oh, I, you know, I can't be that person. This person is like, that's their <laughs> job. This is what they do, of course. So they, they're in the gym 10 hours a day. I don't have 10 hours a day. I get 10 minutes. I got 15 minutes. I got, you know, an hour, maybe tops, right? I don't think people wake up. I don't think when you're born, you just wake up or even like, I can't remember being like five years old, six years old when I'm in school. And I don't know anybody that did this either. Maybe you can shed some light on this, right? When, when your first grade teacher goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, people are writing race car drivers, or I want to be the president, or I might want to be a lawyer, or I, I want to be usually something that their dad or mom does, right? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be a, an actor. When do you know that you want to be in the fitness business? Like you're a young girl. When do you go, no. hey, no? Everything what I was doing in my life, I was guided to the point where I am. I never wanted to be a fitness trainer. No, this was not my goal. So I don't know. I just found myself in the in the environment with a, like in this world of, I mean, I was always active, you know, always since I was like 14, 15, I already started to work out. And I never really, it was never, oh my God, I have to do that, that I was punishing myself. It was always part of my life, you know? Mm -hmm. But when you were saying, you know, I cannot get up early in the morning, I don't, I can't, I don't have time to spend hours in the gym. This is not truth. You don't have to spend hours in the gym to be in shape. Literally, you need routine that will be sustainable for your life, that it will be easier to keep than think, oh my God, I cannot do it never because 
then you will never be in shape. You will never be, you know, good with yourself. So this is actually how I was living all my life, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. until the point like six, seven years ago that I just found myself in a life story that was actually opened me a, a door to started to work as a fitness trainer. You know, I learned a lot before from my own experience, but then I already, I went to a, to a special certification period for two, three years that I was learning about the body, you know, the movement. But in my age now, I'm 45. I learned that every period in life have something for your body, you know? So I, when I was younger, I was uh, in the gym, I was working on the machines, you know, back then it was popular. But right. now I'm working like uh, working out half an hour a day. That's it. Sometimes three times a week, not even every day. But my daily routine is movement. It can be a walk, it can be a body weight, it can be yoga, something that I will keep my body in movement. Regarding the nutrition, you also learn about yourself during your life, you know, what is good for you, what is not good for you. So it's not a big taboo about it, you know, we already know a lot, but the idea is that uh, I found myself in this story and I just started to work, you know, I loved it and uh, I was very good with people, mostly ladies, because I think they felt that I really care. I really care about the emotional part of their need to change. You know, I want to lose weight because I want my husband to love me more. It's not the right reason, right? We need to approach to the need of people. So, so this is what I do now. I just, you know, I was in corporate jobs. I was in, in diplomacy, even some years living in Israel, in Italy, uh, in fashion business. You know, I never dreamed that I will do that. <laughs> so the life is life no more than me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you said people, you know, sometimes their only motivation is to have a better relationship, right? With their spouse or their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, right? That's Significant another person, right? You know, I still think that I think that's an important part of a relationship, right? Is to keep, is to stay healthy and vital and virile and, and all of that as well. I don't think it's the, you should never be the primary reason. I don't believe. I think it's you know you have to do this for yourself first, right? I think that's what you're saying also, right? It's got to be some mindset mm-hmm. for yourself, you know. But we live in a day and age where convenience is an overload. We want things convenient. We want them fast. We want a fast diet. We want a fast solution. We can get plastic exactly. surgery now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have to. I don't have to sleep more. I can just surgically have the bags under my eyes removed. Okay. And there they are. (laughs) Or what's the latest, you know, pill that I can take to help me lose weight? Or what's the 30 minute workout? Oh, yeah. Well, I've got the 28 minute workout. Oh, really? I got the 27 minute workout. 15 minutes, seven minutes, seven minutes. You know, I have a Peloton and on this Peloton, they actually have the five minute workout. They have a 10, 5, Mm -hmm. 10, 15. They have you have no excuse. You get on this bike. No excuse. Right. I mean, five minutes, I got five minutes. Okay, we'll give you a five minute workout. I mean, don't you think though it's a little overdone? I mean, with all these fad diets and everything else and craziness that's out there, what, look, there's got to be a minimum standard. You got to go, look, this is going to be the basics you got to do. What's the basic, basic, like <laughs> no bullshit, you know, this is what you got to do. It depends on the goal, but basic, I think that like if you really take care of yourself and love yourself and respect yourself, you have one body, right? You have mm-hmm. one life. So why you do you want to spend your life feeling miserable and, and overweight and low energy and 
in front of TV, watching uh, movies all the time, eating junk food and feel bad about yourself. I'm not saying this is the rule, but a lot of people are overweight, you know? Yes. The especially in America. Especially in the States, right? Yeah. So number one, diseases are coming from overweight, from the obesity, like if diabetes, like heart, heart diseases, you know, like, so let's, let's be honest, like, the physical state it's everything in a way like if you want to have great relationship to be have a great sex right have great great social life you have to have energy for that if you want to succeed in business you know you run after money so hard and you forgot about to keep your vitality in order to manage the the success you know so the basic things should be really take care of how much you sleep Sometimes you need five hours, six hours. It depends on your lifestyle. But sleep is like the key. It's really important, you know, enough sleep and quality sleep. Each person is different. But for me, I need my sleep. It's very important for me. How much sleep I, do you get? How much, how? I get eight hours, seven to eight hours. Eight hours. You know, my doctor told me, because I told her I was going to live to 150 years old. And I'm going to. I'm going to live to 150 years old. That's just it. Okay. So anybody listening to this podcast, you are now in the the presence of the Guinness Book of World Records for oldest person ever alive. I will be that person. Just let you know. But my doctor is constantly giving me shit about how much sleep I get. She's like, that's number one. Number one. She goes, Frank, you Mm -hmm. can either sleep more now. And she's always like seven, eight hours, seven, eight hours. Do it now or take away from your 150 because you're not going to live that long. You don't sleep. Yes. So, so basic things are really like, like you said, sleep, enough liquid movement. You don't have to go to expensive personal trainers. You can Mm -hmm. move every day. We are born to move. You know, people before like centuries ago, they lived more than a hundred years. This was normal. Of course, food, healthy nutrition, you know, a lot of greens, a lot of uh, alkaline food that will detox your body and boost your metabolism and uh, remove the toxins but always it's individual you know like uh, these are basic things less sugar you know you have a balance even if you like to drink some good wine or like like myself i love good wine you know mm-hmm. the fitness fitness life it's not punishment you can enjoy in things and also you can have vitality just have to find a balance and follow some basic things you know the reason why people don't start to change or don't don't make a decision, they think it's like a, such a big, big change. You know, it's not truth. And then you're postponing. You know, I will start from Monday. I will start from New Year's Eve. I will start from 1st of January, you know. But for me, it's, 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 in last year, if I don't have these rituals, this lifestyle, even I'm adding more things that I, I feel I need, I'm sure I would feel much more, I mean, this crisis, you know, it's influencing on all of us. We are more anxious, maybe, you know, we are worried. So basic things should be, like we said, you know, so Frank, sleep more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try to sleep, sleep more. more. And greens, yeah. gr- Heineken and Jameson are not considered greens, right? I mean, a green bottle, but that's not what you, you mean. Can, you can take sometimes Heineken. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you're okay with a Heineken once in a while? <laughs> glass of wine? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I'm making fun, but but seriously, I understand <laughs> that, right? I mean, I, I, when you say liquids, this is the one liquid that I guess is so under drunk, under drank, under undernourished is water, right? I mean, just drink water. Yeah. They say, what, yeah. drink a gallon of water a day? 
no matter how what your size is. If yeah, you gallon, water. gallon and a half, it depends. I mean, you know, just like remember to drink every hour, maybe glass of water. If you are not used to it, it will take some time to change that habit. Oh. Just have it next to you, you know, in the car, in your office, in your living room where you watch TV, because we forgot to drink, even happening to me too. Yeah. So water is like, believe me, you will feel the difference in your energy level and your skin, you know, everything. It's really simple. It's, Very it's simple. The, it's the fountain of youth, right? Isn't it really at some level? I mean, water. We are 70% of water, our bodies. Yeah, we need water, especially when you wake up in the morning. First thing should be a glass of water with some some drops of lemon or something, but have your glass of water when you wake up and then say hello to your day. <laughs> <laughs> With gratitude, right? With being grateful, right? So important. Very, so very important. important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're a student of Tony Robbins. I know that you, I mean, that's how we met originally was this through the seminars. Met. Yeah, through Tony Robbins. And one of the things that Tony says is that people do things for only two reasons, to gain pleasure or avoid pain. Pain. No? Mm-hmm. And, and another, yeah. another instructors, right? Another instructor say people only do things for one or two reasons is to look good or not look bad. Every oh, choice wow. that they make, every yeah. single choice they made is like, I can, does this make me look good or does it not make me look bad? And they make a decision based on that. In a Tony mm-hmm. world, it's to gain pleasure or avoid pain. But people will do more to avoid pain than they will to, you know, to gain pleasure. And a mm-hmm. lot of people associate, you know, a lot of people, but enough people associate going to the gym or exercising as painful. That's why they don't do it, right? Yeah. Fresh foods. There's pain associated to that versus let me just get a bowl of cereal. Let me go to Starbucks mm-hmm. and grab a quick sandwich, right? Let me get somebody mm-hmm. to make this for me for three bucks, five bucks, whatever, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, they're weighing two pains and they're picking the, mm-hmm. the less of the two pains right? At mm-hmm. some level. So when you work on mindset with somebody, what's, what are the first things you want to tap into? Like what's, what's most important in the mindset? Cause you have to get past that discipline. You got to make it so that it's fun when things are fun, right? People want to do more. Exactly. Of it, right? fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, how can we make eating fun? How can we make Yes, um, but this is also like uh, like the patterns of thinking. You think that healthy food is is roast that you don't. It's not tasty. It's not true. You think that going to the gym, it's a it's like oh my god, I have to go to the gym. Make it fun. Find something that you love to do. Right. So mindset is like what is your beliefs about what is fitness? What is your why? Why you want to lose weight? Why you want to change your lifestyle? It's very common that women think about something is wrong with me personally if I'm overweight. I will never get to the shape. It's influencing on all my life. You know, I'm hating myself. This is also all like basic things that we are have to, we have to touch. What brought me to that point that I like I don't like myself, that I hate my body, right? And yeah. then it's a circle. You know what's happening? People they have jobs they don't love family or bad marriages they are not happy in general and they are going after emotional short-term pleasures like Mm -hmm. uh, food alcohol you know and of course during years you are gaining weight and you are more miserable right so mindset is like why you are where you are like what we need to change in order to get where you want to be right what is the reason that you want to do that? What is your goal? If the goal is only I want that this person will like me, it's not a good machine for the start. 
You know, you have to come from the point of self-love and accepting where you are. And then also patient where you want to be, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm always saying that fitness journey, especially with somebody who's really overweight, it's really painful, right, for people. It's an emotional journey, first of all. Because to change the rituals in life and to really lose weight, it's not easy. It's really hard for people. So I think the reason why you're doing it you know, this is one of the main, main things that I like to hear when I talk to clients and to, like in general with people. And they think that it's like no possible for me to reach that because there are so many things I need to change right away. It's just important to start to accept yourself, to say, okay, I love myself enough that I want to be healthy. I want to change, right? I have a reason why I'm doing it. Nothing wrong with me if I'm not perfect in my opinion, right? I have good things about myself and also just to start patiently with yourself slowly, slowly, and we will get to, to the goal that we yeah. want to achieve. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said a great point and that is the why, right? What's the purpose of doing this? And, you know, some people get started with the wrong why. And I want to challenge you a little bit on this. I just, because I want to delve into this a little bit more, okay? <laughs> I'll give you an example with me. I got divorced two and a half years ago and I was pissed, <laughs> When I got divorced, right? All the stages of grieving, right? You go, oh, I'm mad and you're sad and you're mad and sad, apathetic. Yes. And you finally get to like, okay, resolve. We're going to fix this. But I, when I was pissed, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to get divorced body. I'll show you. I'm going to get ripped and lean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be with all kinds of women. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> right? And at you'll some see, level. You'll see what you lost. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right you get that revenge mode oh, I'll, I'll show yeah, you right mode. you'll see yeah and so I got involved in the gym and I and and then the, you know because I had that motivation the second part of the motivation is I get in the gym and then the guy goes hey how would you like to enter this 60-day challenge so then I get into the 60-day challenge where you got to lose so much weight and you got to lose you know body fat percentage and it was all based on percentage right and so I got I got into it and it was it was awesome and it was one of these things that, okay, short term, you know, 90 days, and it was looking good. The mm -hmm. sustainability part was always tough. So the challenging part that I want to ask you about is whatever gets somebody in to get their why going, like sometimes their why might be, look, at, I, I, I did a lot of drugs. I drank a lot and I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. So I'm going to just throw myself into the gym and I'm going to overdo it. Maybe I'm going to just, I'm going to just mm. become a workout machine or they had some health issue, right? Okay. They had, you know, I know in your life, you had certain health issues that motivated you to want to start working out. Right. And that's the impetus to go get going, or you reach a certain point where you're just like fed up. And so you go extreme, right? Okay. I'm just going to go and, and do it. I'm of the mindset that if you're persistent, you can get anything like, okay, I just want to lose 10 pounds. Boom. Let's get persistent. We can do it. I want to run a marathon. Let's get persistent. I can do it. Right. And consistency is the piece that gets you to keep it. Mm. So does it even matter what, what gets people off their ass? Okay. <laughs> if it's comp competition, if it's revenge, I got to get revenge body. I know that's not the healthiest. Okay. Or I'm an addict and I'm going to change my addiction from smoking to exercising, you know, mm. or I'm just gonna, I don't know, somebody else in my family got sick. I don't want to see that happen to me. You get a loss or you get cancer, you get some, you know, life threatening illness, and you go, shit, I bet I better start taking care of myself. Right. I think yeah. whatever, it, whatever it is that gets you off your ass, get off your ass, you know, whatever creates that exactly. why at some level, right. Just, just get it going. 
And then yes, I mean, in your case, in your case, your your trigger was revenge in a way, but you wanted to feel maybe better about yourself after the hurt, after the pain, right? So sure. your trigger to your trigger was okay. I'm going to show you, right? And this was the first trigger. But then after 90 days, it can happen that you stop to maintain that ritual, that style, you know, mm-hmm. that that change that you. Because you you started with a lot of energy, you know, motivation, and then the motivation falls. This is what's happening to people. So yeah. the point is to find something that you can maintain. And what is actually uh, happening very often to people, uh, when they start to lose weight or something, they are like uh, motivated for a short time. What keeps you going, actually, you started to be addicted of feeling better. You start to look better. You start to feel better. You start to sleep better. You know, because it's like you you can you start to realize, oh my God, what I was putting in my body, you know, I feel so amazing now, you know. Sure. And whatever it is, it's only important in my in my opinion, my experience, that you're not punishing yourself, that you're not punishing or sabotaging yourself, even in a way of too healthy life. Sometimes you want to punish yourself because you had a stressful day. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself with a workout. This is also <laughs> another point, right? Yeah, like, you know, why why you suffer? It's also suffering. Sometimes I see guys, you know, Frank in the gyms, they're like walking, you know, like uh, bulldogs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Somebody. like, you know. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> walking and they're like every time when they walk next to the mirror, like they're like, like, am I a bit bigger today? You know, this is not <laughs> this, is, this is not the balance what I'm talking about. You I, know? Was gonna so you that. Like, I was going to ask you that. I was going to. Does this shirt make me look big? Does this shirt make my <laughs> arms look big? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, this is from point of ego, right? <laughs> Sure. So I wanna I wanna be liked by 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 girls, you know, and to be liked, they have to be like Superman, you know. The point <laughs> is to feel good and flexible with your body, you know, to to be able to do things normally, you know. Right. So this is also like extreme, right? It can be extreme. <laughs> yeah, it can be extreme, and it's fun, you know. Look, it's fun sometimes to to make fun, right? Or even sometimes even step into that mode, right? I'm not going to lie. When I feel like I'm in the best of shape, I'm constantly that. I can be that guy. I can be that guy looking in the mirror going, hey, how you doing? What's going on? <laughs> but you're in a good shape, Frank. You are always in a great shape. Frank. Well, I don't see. You can't see. You can't see from the from the chest down. This is a Zoom call. <laughs> so you can't. I can hide that, right? Like, <laughs> Although, you know, I did have an experience one time with a family member. And mm-hmm. this family member said to me, she was overweight. She's very overweight. Her husband was overweight. And every time we would talk to them about health, because we were, you know, concerned, right? You're concerned about it, but you don't want to, it's a sensitive topic to talk about, right? And so they were like, well, you're all going to die of something. We're all going to die someday of something. Mm. And and my answer to that was, you're right. We're all going to die of something. You're right. Okay. But hey, let me ask you a question. There's two things. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon, Natalie? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Honestly, never. Never. I, saw, I haven't either. I saw, I saw a mom pigeon. <laughs> I've seen I've seen regular pigeons, but I've never seen a baby pigeon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they must exist, right? Just because we haven't seen them, they have to exist. There has to be a baby yes. pigeon in order for it to be an adult pigeon, right? You know, yes. pigeons have sex and they make baby pigeons, right? There's got to have pigeons, yes. right? Okay, but just because we didn't see them doesn't mean they don't exist. And then I saw the next thing I asked her was I said, 
The other thing I've never seen is a fat 80-year-old. Wow. They might exist, right? uh, Maybe, but I've never seen one. Have you ever seen one? Never. Never. So, yes, you're right. We're all going to die someday, right? Okay, but if you've never seen a fat 80-year-old, maybe they don't exist. And if that's like, you want to look at the number of days you have on the planet being greater than the number of days you have left on the planet, do the math, right? You're in your, you're in your mid forties, right? If you only live to be 80, that's 35 more years. So the days on the planet exceed the days you have left. And if that's mm-hmm. what motivates you to go, shit, you're right. I've never seen a fatty. Have you ever seen a fat 75 year old? Really? I don't, I don't, maybe a, a real fat 70 year old. No, I, maybe not. No, maybe, maybe not. Right. So if that's your wake up call, okay. I don't know, but I, I, I mean, whatever you're doing is amazing. You know, it really is. As I've, I followed you, I've watched a couple of your videos. They're fun. Thank you. And they're outdoors and they're, and they're energetic and everything else like that. You know, you, you're, you're an energy, you're an energy person. You've got great energy anyways, which is just that hanging out with you is fun. Right. Yeah. It's, it's my big love. You know, I, I, I cannot imagine my life without moving because I'm, I'm happier when I'm moving. You know, I like sure. to dance. I like good music. Why not to combine it with a workout? Right. Who said it had to be punishment? It can be fun. Even now when we are more at home than ever, you can put your favorite song, take some dumbbells or kettlebell or even just jump, you know, 30 minutes a day. It's dancing. It's dance for 30 it's minutes, fun. right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's fun. And like, to, you know, connect yourself with your body, with the movement, especially for ladies. They are like separate themselves from their body. And we are, we are not. We, are, we cannot do that you know you so with the movement how I feel about fitness it's not only you know okay I ate pizza now I have to go to the gym to lose that calories you know this is mm-hmm. not the point the point is to enjoy because after that you feel amazing right you have energy to do things and movement is like one of the main things that you can connect with yourself you know it's so important you know you, you connect with yeah so it can be fun, very simple, sustainable. You just have to decide, you know, especially for people who have more more uh, goal to achieve. It's really not the point to live your life short, as you said, if you're overweight and also not feeling good. Because I'm sure that the people who have these issues, this challenge, I would say, and I will never say a problem, but it is a challenge to live in, in that kind of body that you don't feel good, right? Right, you can, right. So we want to live good. We want to feel good and as long as possible <laughs> 150 150 throw that out there that's the goal yes. okay go even higher go, on. go 160 okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey one thing that one thing that i know that kicks the day off everything starts at the beginning right when you get an engine going if you got a lot of power at the very beginning you can go through the whole day it's when your body metabolizes the best also do you have some certain morning rituals that you go through like what is a what is a typical wake up morning after your beautiful eight hours of sleep, what do you do? And what time do yeah, you Yeah, I do have my rituals. And, uh, you know, believe me, when I don't do it, it's my day is different. But I'm not very strict with myself. You know, I'm giving myself also a lot of grace when I'm not doing the things that I should do. But I can see the difference. So when I woke up, I put a smile on my face. This is what I actually was practicing in the last year. And believe me, it's a game changer. So I put a smile on my face because I'm really grateful that I woke up. And then I sit in my bed. I'm not getting up right away. And I'm just giving myself a few minutes to reconnect with myself, with my soul, you know, because sleep is like, uh, you know, who knows where are you? 
And then you have to go down. I'm downloading back my soul, you know, in a way, this is how I call it. And uh, I'm taking my water, like I'm really, really thirsty in the morning. And then I meditate. I meditate. It can be five minutes or 10 minutes. And I'm putting the hands on my heart, you know, especially in last last uh, couple of months. I'm more grateful for the things that I have, for the things that I am, you know, and that we don't know what will be tomorrow. So gratitude, meditation, smile on my face, a lot of liquid, and I move. I stretch myself. It doesn't have to be necessary my workout that I do maybe later in the day, but after the meditation and after the, the my water and my, my tea that I have, I move. It's a stretching, it's a five minutes or 10 minutes yoga, you know, and then usually I have already clients in the morning and then I, I already have my, my bigger workout. After that, I have my first meal. Usually it's always after the workout. I always keep my intermittent fasting. So during, in the days when I have a workout, I'm fasting uh, 14 hours, 12 hours from the last meal and then the first meal the next day. I always have that window of time that my body is resting. And usually I'm eating 8.16 or 14.10, you know, like hours. I'm leaving my body time to rest. But I'm not counting anymore. It's like normally for me, you know. How do you, how do you get through the night with no ice cream? There's no ice cream at night then? You're not having a little Netflix There is, a, there is an ice cream. But I, always, I treat myself. <laughs> I treat my. I like to eat in the evening, you know, Frank. But I always give my body enough time to rest. So next morning, I usually have later meal. And you okay. can always live like that. You can have a great dinner. You can have a cake and ice cream and wine. Mm-hmm. And then next day, just eat later. Really fourteen sick. hours. Put fourteen hours between the last meal. Yeah, eat later because we are yeah. really not hungry. You know, we yeah. are used to eat. We are not hungry in the morning. So that's true. It's habitual. And if you're going to, if I've heard, if you're going to have a big meal or your biggest, have it after your workout in the morning, because your body's metabolizing, right? It becomes like a furnace and it's working harder, which slows down throughout the day, which is why if you yes. feel lethargic in the afternoon and uh, you don't have the quiet the the energy. The biggest meal should be around 1, 2 p.m., like early lunch, because okay. your, your metabolism, much it's slowlier later, you know, it's you're already a bit sleepy, right? And also it's sure. important in the first meal, it should be very balanced because then later you don't have those cravings, sugar or something. You have cravings because your meals are not balanced, you know? Okay. All, mm-hmm. This is the only reason. Yeah. And sleep right. is important too. Yeah. Sleep. Well, we'll get back to sleeping. I'm, I'm four hours, four, five hours. It's not enough. Really? That's four, it? Four, five, yeah, sometimes. And, I, and I've been doing it. I can get away with it for a while. Although on the weekend, sometimes it catches up to you and then I crash, right? And it's like, I need 10 oh my hours. God, that's so little, Frank. Well, there's so much going on, Natalie. You know, you know every this FOMO, <laughs> right? Fear of missing out. There might be something I miss out on. Okay. You know, miss out the late night conversations with you. Come on, you know, I'm missing out. I'll be missing out, right? <laughs> now I'm guilty, right? <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. It's my fault. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> Well, Natalie, I, this has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. And thank you so much for the tips, you know, again, mindset, plus checking out your videos, check out the way you do it. Start your day with a great, you know, great system, a great routine. Watch what you eat, drink a lot of water. I'm catching all that, right? Have drink a lot of water. Don't watch the news. <laughs> don't watch the news. Stay away from the presidential. Leave the phone first one hour. Yeah, the first yeah. hour in the morning, you leave your phone. <laughs> leave your phone. That'd be a, that's a that's a discipline. It's tough too. Just stay away yeah, from your phone. Lot, yeah, that's a discipline. Put it in Try the other it. room. 
Oh, I've done mm-hmm. it. Believe me, I get like, I start getting a little skidgy, right? Oh, I'm going to miss a deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss a call. I'm gonna... I mean, just in this podcast, I guarantee you my phone's rung six times. I don't know how many text <laughs> messages, emails, you know, but flying by. It's just, it's a, it's, it's a discipline that's hard to break because we're on that instant gratification, right? Instant. Exactly. Exactly. We just all what need to slow down. What is happening? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Slow down yeah. and focus. Time block. Make things a priority. Make your life a priority. Make your friendships a priority. Like my friendship with you. I said, always been a priority. I love you. Yeah. I, th- I appreciate you being here today. How can I people get a hold? Thank you. I, yeah. I feel that, sweetie. I really do. I just, I, I've enjoyed getting to know you. I've enjoyed your company. I enjoy your advice. I always do. I enjoy your advice. You've, you've helped keep me healthy. You've helped keep a lot of my friends healthy. So how can people find you? How can people get a hold of you? How can people get more of the Natalie Crizan experience? Crizan. Crizan. It's like Crizan. Facebook, Instagram, my name and last name. Finishing my website, actually uploading some new videos. I'm always here for support, for any tips, help. It's um, really my pleasure to help people, especially in this period. It's really needed. Yeah. Yes. And when people find you, your name is spelled N-A-T-A-L-I. Last name is K-R-I-Z-A-N. Okay. Just like it spells, not like it sounds. Krizan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So find her on Facebook, find her on Instagram, find her on YouTube, find her videos. And go take take some time and get get healthy and uh, just stay in shape. Natalie, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome, Uh, honey. Thank you. All right. You stay, stay awesome, stay fit and stay inspiring. Okay. Ciao. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Bye-bye. Always. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orange Crushing It. Hope you're fired up to take on your week with unstoppable energy. Hey, if you like the broadcast, please subscribe. Share it with your best buds, and please write a badass review. You can also reach me at themrorange.com. Stay inspiring, y'all.